Welcome to the HVAC Business Growth Podcast. Is your business getting beaten by the competition? Are your profits dwindling? It's time to kickstart your HVAC business. Here's your host, Nick Balowski. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HVAC Business Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Balowski. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Today's topic is on holiday promotions. So I think this is a great time for this particular podcast, purely because in my part of the world, we have Easter actually coming up. So Easter is one of the most popular holidays uh, in my country, which is Australia. Like I said, the topic of holiday promotions is really timely. So just quickly, I want you to have a think about the various holidays that are in your part of the world. So Easter might be one of them, 4th of July could be one. Halloween is widely celebrated, as is Christmas. And also, depending on which country you are from, you'll also have an end of financial year sale. In Australia, we have our end of financial year, which is actually June 30, and a lot of businesses actually run some promotions in the month of June, and they'll make up some excuses, whether they're true or false or not, I'm not too sure, that they're below their budget, for the financial year and they need to have a cracking month in June. So they run promotions around the end of financial year. And it probably leads to my next point there. And you need to actually have a good reason why you're actually running the sale. You can't just go around putting 40% off sales or 50% off sales or whatever it is, just whenever you feel like it. The customer's always going to need a reason why something is actually discounted. So you need to include that in your marketing. So I'll just share with you a quick story that I heard from a marketing genius called Bill Blazer, who actually owns some menswear stores in the US. And he actually ran a promotion where the fire alarm actually went off in his menswear store and the sprinkler system came on and it caused a bit of damage to the stock that was in his store didn't cause a whole lot of damage, but just enough so he could sort of get the insurance company involved. So instead of really getting down and out about this particular circumstance that he had, he really went on the front foot and decided to make a sale out of it where he actually did some great marketing, put out a press release, and it was basically a a fire sale. So he discounted his merchandise in his store quite heavily purely because the fire alarm left and actually spoiled some of the garments that were in his store. So there's a great example, I feel, of reason why marketing. So let's go through some of the promotional rules, shall we? So we can section the rules off into the before, during and after. So let's go through the before promotional rules, shall we? So the first promotional rule is that you actually need to make an offer. You just can't have a sale and people need to bring up and find out what the sale is actually about. You need to get out there and make a specific offer. So whether you're going to be discounting a particular line of air conditioners that you have or a particular heating system, that's up to you to decide. But you need to actually make a solid concrete offer. And borrowing a line from the Godfather you need to make an offer that they can't refuse. So the offer has to be really good quality. It can't be anything poor like 5% off, otherwise people just won't bother at all. You also need to create a deadline for the sale that you've got. And this is made really easy purely because you can use the actual holiday as the deadline. So if we use Easter as an example, 
where I'm from, we have Good Friday, we have Saturday, Easter Sunday, and then we also get a public holiday on Easter Monday. So you could actually run a promotion through for the close of business on Monday or even Tuesday if you wanted to. So you're creating a deadline that's based around a particular holiday promotion. And then what you need to do from there is make sure that you actually market the promotion. So use your email list, put it out on the internet, create some press releases, and really do your best to try and market this event and get your whole organization behind it. If you choose to do a Halloween promotion, for example, get all of the staff involved. Actually, if you have a, a retail side to your heating and cooling business, then put some Halloween decorations up and actually let the customers know that you're going to be doing a good promotion around Halloween. And give, you, give yourself plenty of leading time to do these promotions as well. That's going to get you enough time to get some customize marketing done, create some banners or some flyers or whatever it is. So just make sure that you get your whole business behind it. So during the actual sales, we want to use various cross-sell, upsell and downsell techniques. So I've included cross-selling in this purely because people are actually confused about what cross-selling is. So right now I'm not going to add to the confusion. We're just going to talk about upselling and downselling. So when somebody actually comes into your business, ideally, they've already made the decision that they want to buy from you. So if that's the case, then you need to do your very best in an ethical way to try and upsell them into extra products or services that you have. So you might be able to package in a larger warranty in which they'll have to pay for, or you might be able to package in a particular service plan that you've got, or you could even offer the next model up. Say if they're going for a particular air conditioner, that might cost them maybe $2,500. You might have a model that's $3,500 and you can do your best to sell on the benefits of that more expensive machine and that's an upsell. McDonald's is obviously very famous for their upsells and the classic one is, would you like fries with that? So downselling is the cousin of the upsell and this just tries to leverage all of the marketing work that you've done. So if you're a good marketer and you've actually spent some money on the promotion, then what can happen, unfortunately, is people will come into your store or they'll inquire about um, your products and services and you won't be able to sell them on the offer that you're making. That's where the downsell actually comes in. If you can actually recognize some signals that the person actually isn't going to buy from you, then what you can do is use a downselling technique. So if we use that air conditioner example from before, if the offer that you're making is for a $2,500 air conditioner, then you might be able to downsell them into a $1,500 air conditioner or maybe a portable air conditioner if you carry them. So you just need to be able to recognize the signals that they're not going to buy from you or they're not going to take you up on the original offer and use some downselling techniques. So that way you're leveraging the marketing that you're doing and you're making the sale. So I think that's really important. And the after part of the promotion is, and it happens straight after, is you need to ask for referrals. So like I said, you need to leverage the entire transaction and all of the marketing that you've done. So if you do manage to make a sale, then ask for a referral from the people. They might have some family or friends that might be interested. If you fail to make the sale in this particular period, then ask for a referral from one of their friends. The person might actually know somebody, whether it's a relative or a friend, 
that might be interested in what you have to offer. So all you have to do is ask and ask people to let, let their friends know about the particular promotion that you are running. Okay, so now it's time for another HVAC business growth tip of the week. So this week's tip of the week is to get onto our favorite search engine, Google. And what I want you to do is do a search online for all of the holidays that are applicable to your particular country. So if you're in Australia like I am, you'll go onto Google and you'll do a search for public holidays, Australia, and you'll get a great list that comes back. So you'll get things there like Australia Day, Easter, Anzac Day, those types of days, ones that are actually national or even uh, state-based as well, but they're going to be applicable to your particular country. So once you've got this list, what I want you to do is brainstorm some particular promotional ideas for each of those holidays that you have. And I think what you'll find being in the heating and cooling game, some of these promotions will actually coincide with the seasons. So if we take the 4th of July, for example, pretty much all over the United States, it's pretty warm that time of year. So you're going to probably be selling more air conditioners than heating systems at that time of year. If you flip the other side of the coin over, that time of year, say June 30, is end of financial year in Australia and it's winter. So you're probably going to be selling more heating systems and what your air conditioners around the end of financial year. Like I said, brainstorm some promotions for each particular holiday that's on your calendar and then integrate those into your marketing and create a marketing plan. Okay, so that's all we've got time for on today's show. I'm Nick Belowski of HVACBusinessGrowth.com. If you've enjoyed the show, head over to the blog and leave some comments in the show notes. Um, I like to hear what you guys have to say or whether you've got any questions, so I'll be happy to answer them there. Or I'd really appreciate it too if you could head on over to iTunes and leave a great review for me or just leave some positive feedback. I'd really, really appreciate that. Okay, thanks very much for listening. I'll see you next week. This has been another edition of the HVAC Business Growth Podcast. For more marketing tips and strategies, go to the website, hvacbusinessgrowth.com.